Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies. We actually did more than one uh, episode this month, which is rare. But yeah, so uh, I'm Dan. With me, as always, is my good buddy, Alec. And uh, yeah, so today we have a special guest. We got my brother, Chris, joining us all the way from across the country. So yeah. Hello. Yeah, so uh, I guess, Chris, because you're our special guest today, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be talking about? Talking about the love-hate relationship we have with Jackass and the whole series that they've done. Yeah, because, um, you know, for those who don't know what we're talking about, Jackass is a franchise started on, what, MTV uh, about 20-something yeah. years ago. And it's basically Johnny Knoxville and his friends all doing stuff that gets them hurt. And yeah, so then they made, what, three seasons at MTV, then they made three movies, and they did a spinoff. Actually, no, wait, they just did the fourth one, duh, but... Well, there, well, I think Bam Margera did, just did the spinoff. I don't think uh, anybody else really did because I know. No, you're thinking had, like, of Viva Johnny Knoxville for the. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because they did a bunch of spinoff shows like Wild Boys and Viva La Bam, right? Yeah. Viva, Viva, then they had the, the Bam's Unholy Communion about his Chris, first marriage. Yeah, Chris, you watched it. all that stuff, right? Didn't you? I watched all of it except for the Gumball 3000 show series that they did. I did. I know yeah. they did that with Nitro Circus as well. I believe Nitro Circus were those like they were just friends of the Jackass guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were. But yeah, so Jackass is this big multimedia franchise. Uh, basically, a bunch of guys doing stuff that gets hurt, and they play pranks on each other and the public and whatnot. So they just released Jackass Forever, the fourth movie. So primarily, we're going to be talking about the movies, but you know. We're just gonna talk, have a discussion about Jackass. So yeah, they the first movie. I remember nice. Uh, we're we're doing this over Zoom, and Chris just put on his uh, sunglasses through the little. Yeah, he's, he's having fun with this anyway. So yeah, Jackass was on for like what two or three years, and then Jackass the movie came out in two thousand two, I believe. So mm-hmm. basically, it's just yeah, they're they're pulling stunts. My favorite one that I remember from that movie was i think it's like the first thing they do in the movie besides the opening is where johnny knoxville rents a rent a car and he takes it to a a derby and then he returns it like oh yeah i had a little drink uh i the first one i think the the i'm trying to remember a lot i saw i remember, I remember seeing the bull uh because they also did the same thing in the new movie where it showed like like hey can you believe you're here 20 years later yeah. I thought the bull. I think that one's the one that I remember the most now, and also because I just recently saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, he he just got right back up. He started rushing. And I thought that was hilarious. But he just gets hit by a bull. He's like, "Nope, you're getting the hell out." Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, I, I recently rewatched all the movies on uh, Paramount Plus. He really likes playing with bulls, Johnny Knoxville. I that man. I kept the 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 lore behind these men and all this shit that's happened to their bodies i think is also hilarious that's why i like him so much well, i heard johnny knoxville like, he had a dick yeah he had to like get it he had to use a catheter on his on his uh on his privates for like three years yeah because he, he broke it i think uh i think it was after one, uh, a thing with a bull i think a bull actually a horn i think is what it was like pierced his his penis i have no idea like that. but it, it broke it uh, and he had to use the catheter, and I thought that was hilarious. But yeah. the the weird thing, though, is that every movie except for this one, they were like getting violently drunk and high. Yeah, is this the first one where they all were like sober? Because I mean, I don't know if Pontius is still. I know he had a drinking problem. I don't know if he's been sober for a while or not. But I, I think, uh, I think they all are now. Because I remember oh, one of them. That had a recent fight with Bam Margera, who is a former heroin addict. He he got he recovered. I think the only one of the original crew that's not clean is Bam, and he wasn't in this movie because of that, which which was a shame. But because I told you before, I watched a video about it, like why he wasn't allowed in, and it's because he signed a wellness agreement, and it had said that hey, you know we're all recovering, we're all recovered. Um, you have to be uh, willing to take random blood tests, drug tests to prove that you're sober to be on this production. 
And apparently on a road trip, he was having like bad headaches and he found a loose Adderall in like the seats of his van and he took it and then he failed the blood test and they kicked him out and he got really pissed about it. Yeah, and he tried he to like, sue them. Yeah, he did. He tried because he's like, man, we've all always been just drunk and high doing this stuff. But they're, but they tried explaining, yeah, when we were 20, but See? now, you know, we're 50. See and, something uh, where Bam actually said he was on prescription Adderalls for uh, 10 years. years. And so that's why, like, because he's on prescription, he's going to take but, a lawsuit against him or something like that. But the thing, though, too, is he did admit that it was a loose Adderall. It wasn't just, like, one that he had. He had the prescription. It was just a Lucy. That guy, ever since Ryan Dunn died, rest in peace, he has his been life, just... His life fell apart when Ryan Dunn died. Yeah, because, like, that was his best friend or something, right? It like, was 20 years. He did, was his best friend 20 years, and then... Did they grow he, up together, or did they just, like, meet each other and then were best friends for, like, 20 years or whatever? They, they met each other. I guess that some from the video I watched, they met when they were like 10 years old um and they had just been friends ever since and then when ryan dunn died in 2011 like immediately after that he became a suicidal alcoholic and it, it's just very depressing because he's still not over it i See, remember that day uh, dan woke me up exactly and told me hey so like ryan dunn passed away yeah like, i remember i think weren't we in like california or something no we were in uh we had just gotten back from California because you and I, we were watching Steve-O and Dunn on uh, on TV. I don't know what show they were on, but they were doing something together. And then it's just weird because we talked about the day he died when you woke me up. You know, it's crazy. We literally just saw him on TV like a week ago or something like that with yeah, Steve-O. Better, better memory than I do because I swear we were in California when that happened. But anyway. I remember when he died because my, my brother – had told me it was on the computer and he showed me this news video and it was saying that uh, Jackass uh, star Ryan Dunn died after driving his Pontiac 110 miles an hour and crashing into a guardrail and, and dying uh, immediately on impact. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? And he had apparently his blood alcohol level was like, I think it was like four times. Oh yeah, he was he was really drunk. I don't know. Yeah, that was the choice. It was alcohol. Showed but, photos uh, of him before the at the bar he was at before the incident because he just he looked, posted it on something. Did his, did his family try to sue the bar saying that he overserved him, knowing he was already plastered? No, I think the so there was somebody else in the car who died with him, and he was like a production assistant or something like on the Jackass movies, oh. and he he died too. And his family tried to sue Ryan Dunn's estate, saying that he was you know at, at fault for their son's death. Which I mean, say what you will, but. It's like, I mean, he got in the car with him, but he was also drunk, but he didn't know he was going to die. It's yeah. a gray area. It's a very gray area, unfortunately. But going back to Bam, I mean, so like I said, I rewatched all the movies. I think because it was this past week, I think I started with two and then I rewatched one and then I did three. So I watched them in a weird order. Excuse me, I'm drinking soda and bourbon, but. My problem with Bam is that he always came off as the guy who was just always, for lack of a better term, a douche. Who was just doing this just to be a jerk, and he was just so immature. Because, like, Knoxville, yeah, he was immature, but he was kind of like the fun guy, like the, the annoying fun asshole or something. And then, um, like, same with Pontius and Steve-O. Like, they all, they didn't seem like jerks, whereas Bam looked like he was, like, his poor parents, man. No, no, no. His, he, he was actually the moneymaker of the group. Really? He was the one. He's, he out in 2001, he, I think it was 2001, he outsold Tony Hawk in, in skateboards. Well, because he was a skateboarder too. Chris, you know about that, right? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a skateboarder. But yeah. Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk was more established first. He outsold Tony Hawk. Like, I think it was like the, I think the highest was like 40000 a month where Tony Hawk was only pushing like thirteen. So he was making all the money. And then his dad quit his job to manage his money. And then and all the bullshit that Bam did, like with his TV shows and uh, you know bullying his family, basically, he allowed it just because he was making the money, and then that's why he's still a man child because he can he is trying to still like relive like his twenties, but he's actually what like forty three right now. He's, I think he's probably almost fifty because most of them are fifty at this point. I think no, he, no, he was born, born in, in seventy nine. Yeah, so he's, he's yeah. going to be at least 40, like one or two. 
So yeah, but still, it's like he's a man child and a bully. That's, that's the perfect way to explain the what he comes off in that those movies because everyone else. <laughs> Because I have my own parents, problems with certain members of the cast, like why I don't like them as much as others, but yeah. It's because his parents always took care of him. Like he's never had to like be an adult because it's like my dad's always taking care of my money. I've always lived next to or with my mom and my dad. He's just never had to grow up. And I think that's why he comes off as such a douche is because he just doesn't understand. Like I'm in my forties now. I cannot keep up this partying, drinking lifestyle because I'm also pretty sure the house that he bought, the band castle or Margera Manor or whatever, I'm pretty sure that there are still people that gather at that place and they still throw raging parties. Because so I think it's just, recently. Yeah, because they, they're enabling him, basically. Yeah, yeah, because they, they don't know any fucking better. They're just like, well, Bam's house. And he just invites him over and the parents don't give a shit because they're like, we got millions of dollars. We don't care got anything to say about that chris because you you're more of a fan of band than i am well i see in the aspect you guys are talking about but the way he made his money wasn't just through jackass and everything like that that has been said he actually his brother was in a band called cky which stands for can't kill yourself so he would always star in those music videos that they did and then jeff tremaine saw and listen to their music videos. And then he saw that Bam was a big skater. And then uh, with him and Ryan Dunn, they added, or they wanted them to like shoot like videos with them to see how they fit in and everything like that. So- Did they make movies? I'm sorry? Did they make movies? Yeah, I think Bam directed a few movies that Ryan Dunn either starred in or helped him write with. There was a couple of them, but like, I don't think anybody's ever seen them besides like his close circle. No, no, there was like CKY movies, unless I'm remembering something else. I forgot that Bam had a brother because, yeah. CKY was, uh, there were series. There was Land Speed CKY, CKY 2K, CKY 3, and then CKY 4, the latest and greatest. And the last one that premiered was CKY 4, the latest and greatest back in 2002. Jeez. So, kind of like in the peak of, um, jackass as it was like beginning to start because it was a bunch of like pranks and stuff with like the group of viva la bam you know it had uh novak it had brandon it had uh done it had it had the viva la bam group for these videos and movies and then you know i'm looking at it right now you can see bam plunging his dad with a toilet plunger in his face as he's waking up so I'm guessing that Jeff Tremaine saw this and just wanted to add a bunch of people to it, thus making Jackass. Yeah, was it Jeff Tremaine? They, they brought a bunch. Of, no, they brought a bunch of people in because I know like it was him, Johnny Knoxville, and Spike Jones created Jackass because they they're the producers on all the movies, and I think they just brought in their friends who like they knew through like there was a magazine that Big Brother I think that they said that they like I think We Man yeah. worked for them and Preston maybe or I think Preston was like a like he was an actor that knew Johnny Knoxville and he was just going to write for it, but then he convinced him to do stuff with him. And yeah, so I think that's kind of how Jackass started is they all just decided to get together. But um, reading it on Google right now, the concept of Jackass dates back to 1998 when failing actor turned writer Johnny Knoxville thought of the idea of testing different self-defense devices on himself as a basis for an article. He pitched the idea to a couple of magazines and was turned down until meeting with Jeff Tremaine of Big Brother. There you go. Yep. So, but anyway, I mean, because we've been talking a lot about Bam, but I mean, yeah, the movies. So we kind of have a love hate relationship because when you're a, when you're a teenager, you think they're hilarious, but then as you grow up, like watching them now, a lot of it is kind of amusing and funny, but a lot of it's just kind of not even cringe humor, but it's just like you, you look back, it's like why why do I think this is funny? And also, yeah, you know what I mean, like. I think it's sad at sometimes because it's like, damn, they're so old and they're still doing this. But again, it's I I don't cringe as much because I'm like I. It's like they still just want to live and do the thing they've always done even when they were young, even though they know like their bodies just cannot handle it as much as it, they used to. I just think that's also super nice. I think it's the like, first rule of comedy is you know other person's pain is funny, so that's what the thing yeah. is. You know, I just think I don't give a fuck. I just I love. The, their attitude of I don't care how old I am I'm still gonna put bees on my penis yeah 
I mean, I, I, there's, there's got to be a line, though, where you're like, you know, going back to the whole growing up and like thinking, oh, some of this is funny, some of this is like, why did I laugh at it? Coming up with some examples of that. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember in Jackass 3, it was. I just rewatched it. In. Wait, was that on? That must have been 3.5 because I don't remember that one. It, point being said, uh, that you watch it, I'm watching it right now on YouTube, and it's like, Bam's going down like a 20 foot uh, drop into like four drywalls. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. He got hurt, but it's not funny. And then I don't know uh, if you guys remember the part where they're on this like river and they're wearing duck outfits and then two guys jump onto the I big thought pillar. that was funny. Yeah, duck hunting. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Come on. That shit was hilarious because it's it's written in and it's like funny. Like it's something that you don't usually see, you know, bam, going into drywall. That's okay. Well, the, the example of him being a man child too. I mean, we're coming back to bam, but I remember like the, he put a camera on his dick and just was peeing on people. You know, or like when, when he did Rocky too, you know, <laughs> which I'm sorry. I always thought the snake stuff with him was funny. Like, especially in the third one, when he falls into the snake pit, I thought that was, that might be my favorite part of that movie, but yeah. Damn. Wait a damn it's more just like oh we're gonna discuss jackass let's talk about how much we hate bam i mean my god <laughs> but no back to what chris is saying yeah i think it really just depends on context because like i like so the whole thing in the first movie where they're they're hiding in trees wearing camo at a golf course and they're using the air horns and people are teeing off that's funny because the the golf people take themselves so seriously and they're like you know you're ruining my game and it's like who cares but you know then you then you get stuff like What's another one that like a, a really like image like anything with Dave England? I don't like because he's all he does is poop stuff. You know, it's like I don't yeah. care. You know, like 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 with the uh, the the thing where they tried to light a fart under fire underwater, and he ends up just literally just shitting in the bathtub that they're in in the second one. He's like, oh man, I pooped myself, and it's like Dave. <laughs> or even like any anything that has to do with like bodily fluids, I'm just like, eh. The only funny Dave England thing that I remember is Firehouse Rodeo. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that, that one. I'll give you that one. remember too because he, he. Oh wait, was there like, was also there was the the beehive tetherball with Steve-O where Steve-O was like freaking out, but he's not like. <laughs> yeah, he's not like. Steve-O is like hurt, but he's not like freaking out like Dave was. I remember he said specifically is what Dave doesn't understand is the more you freak out, the more you're gonna get stunned. Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. What about where Wee Man was? They were in a van, and the guy comes behind with the electric razor and just shaves the back of his hair. Oh yeah, see those those are funny though. That's like the back in like the early two thousands. Like those were considered pranks. Where now you see a prank video where it's like fucking uh, my stepdad a brand new car because I I totaled his fucking ninety four Honda. You know, it's like that's not pranks. That's just you showing and proving you have money like no one cares that you bought yeah a lot of youtubers nowadays are just showing off their clout or they're showing off their my, stuff my, for clout. My favorite, no the best pranks nowadays are the ones where oh accidentally texted my girlfriend okay honey on the way and then she just marches outside and it's just like she doesn't see you pointing the phone in her face the entire time like uh, what's wrong babe oh i don't know where are we going it's like c- come on He's no. pointing a phone at you. You know it's a prank. See the thing but with I, I see all the time, on like everywhere, Facebook, Instagram doesn't matter. It's just not. It's not clever anymore. See, I think the line, the reason why Jackass works and a lot of other stuff doesn't, is because it's stuff that you, at least with the stuff like the line of stuff that I think Jackass does well versus stuff they don't, is the stuff they do that I like is stuff that you would never do yourself like the firehouse rodeo or the beehive tetherball or um i, I would do the riot test no you oh god no <laughs> it's fun to watch but i'm never doing that i'm not that stupid i, I can I shot with a few balls i don't care <laughs> but like i mean just like stuff that like you you wouldn't normally do whereas you know dave england goes and takes a dump in a in a home depot toilet that's just there you know like that's not funny you know what i think i would also set up a giant hand outside a door so every See, time that's funny maxims and like i don't <laughs> even like the one there was one where it's like i'm gonna make wee man disappear where he literally just gets jumped on by a like a really big woman and it's like okay oh 
Hey, what was the one where they all had to go through a hallway filled with uh, electric with, avenue? I was just about to bring that up. That one's great. <laughs> I thought that one's hilarious. Uh, you know, as much as I as much as I have talked bad about Aaron over the years, he really and Chris, you'll notice this when you, when you see the movie. He's the MVP of the new one. I don't want to get into it, oh, but man, he he always comes off as that guy who's like, "Look at me! Look how cool I am! Aren't I cool? Look at me, man! How look how awesome!" It's like, shut up. Wait, no. and, and Aaron says that. No, it's just, he comes off like that kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah, he wants to be like the on camera as much as possible. But in but, this one, it's deserved. I mean, good he God. Does, he does. He's the MVP of this, of the Jackass 4. But the shit he goes through. I mean, it, you have to see it. Like, uh, Chris, did you see the trailer for the movie? I've seen the trailers, yeah. Did, did you see the UFC guy that came up to him? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, uh, I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, his punch is the equivalent of getting hit by a Ford F one fifty at full speed. That's what they say in the movie. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's also on Google. Like they were bullshitting when they Googled it. Uh, they they show a picture of him punching a guy in the jaw, and you can physically see the guy's jaw breaking in, in the clip they show of him fighting in the UFC, and it's hilarious. Oh my god, that that's probably one of my favorite ones from the new movie is that you know what i forgot of because i was thinking back to the first one remember that when they got the panda suits and they just go out and mess with people in japan that was funny as fuck yeah i really like that too i remember i don't know who it was but i know that like they must have done it in different points because like we you only see four on the screen but i keep seeing like obviously you know preston's one of them you know wee man's one of them but then you see where they take off their hats or their masks and you see there's knoxville dunn bam probably pontius too so i don't know but yeah, I, I really like favorite, the one where he does like a handstand down the stairs and he just, I don't know. One of my favorite, the public ones was an intro. I think it was maybe to the second or third one where it had uh, oh, the, the really, really fat guy. Um, what's his Preston? name? Preston. Preston. And he's being chased by Wee Man, followed by like an army of midgets. Just yeah. chasing him down the street in their underwear. Little people, as, yes. They're looking yeah. around, they're like, what the hell is happening? Like, <laughs> Seeing that for the first time, it was interesting. But I like again going back to like watching it again. It's like you know, it's it's not that funny. Like yeah, there's like like I said, I think the line is where things that you wouldn't normally see is what is the the stuff that's fun to watch as opposed to well, anyone could do that. It's just I'm not I'm not stupid enough to do that. Because like yeah. the, you know, going into the stupid shit that was like really like completely out of line. You remember when Aaron fucking had his tooth pulled from? A I was thinking about that. I actually really thought oh. that was. I, it's not funny, but it's just like one of the that. more memorable moments because I'm like, oh my god. But like when it comes to that, compared to let's say like fucking Steve-O doing the poo cocktail supreme, that was just gross. Was that the one where he got launched up into the air in the porta potty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like no. one thing so painful, the other one's so gross. Like watching where, where, the first time, it's funny, but the second time, like it's like that's fucking where, where, disgusting. I remember Chris, you and I were in the theater watching the third one. They had the sweat cocktail. I almost threw up. I couldn't watch that where, one. I, where would you classify the one where they have Steve-O inside a space fan helmet and then a tube mm-hmm. Preston's ass and he farts into it? And he ends up shitting in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Steve-O just starts projectile vomiting. Yeah, any kind of it's just yeah, stuff like Steve-O didn't care. I, I don't remember if it was 2 or 2.5, but they got the guy with the longest fingernails in the world and poured a beer through them and Steve-O drank it and threw up. It's like, really? Well, this is back also when Steve-O was... Um, like on all kinds of drugs, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, really he was, fucked he was, up. He was all kinds of messed up back then, back in the... I can't watch. I know this is in the second movie because I watched it. I, I cannot watch the... where he puts the fish hook on and he goes swimming with the sharks. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that oh stuff, it doesn't God. bother me. That like it, the biggest things that like bother me is like going back to the tooth thing, like actual physical. Like granted, yeah, hook through the thing is like fucked up, but I don't know. It's like uh, I guess I feel like swimming with sharks. Like it's not that bad because people do it like on a daily. 
I don't care that he's swimming with the sharks. I'm just carrying. I just don't want to see a hook through the guy's mouth. You're more uncomfortable, Chris, with stuff that causes like, like permanent pain. Like if he he's lost a tooth, the tooth is just gone. You're talking like permanent, debilitating stuff. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to build. I'm trying to build this to where like. You know, I'm trying to conduct what I'm trying to thinking. What you're I'm trying to, right you're trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're trying to bring your argument yeah, together. My I, thing I, is, I guess you're talking about. There's things that are funny and there's things that are like disgusting and fucked up that's not that funny and unnecessary. Like, you know. Like um, once the initial shock humor comes off, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, whatever. Like, like you know, going to the, uh, the treadmill sweat cocktail thing like that was fucking disgusting but it's like why drink it you know what is the like granted you're making everyone that does this makes a fuck ton of money and i remember bam actually going back to bam he said he made like he's going to make five million dollars just for one movie you know and you know they make a lot of money for doing stupid shit but like what's the fucking line for these guys there's i think they just don't care ever have one I don't think they ever had a line because like their whole thing was they didn't want to be they wanted to be outside like the norm and be part of like this like counterculture that they started like the early to mid 90s. And that and that's why Big Brother was it was like a counter to polite society. So I think they just never had a line because they just said, you know what, screw it. Let's see how far we can take this before something bad happens like they, they that's why in every movie they always go to new and more extremes because they just want to see, you know, how, how far can we take this before we actually kill somebody? See, I still think overall, I really like the third one, but that movie, I read a Reddit comment where it was like, yeah, that one's just based on gross out humor. Cause yeah, there's like, I mean, it basically is. I mean, let's be real. I feel like the first one is based off pranks that no one's seen or done before. Like the Panda stuff and like Ryan Dunn putting a fucking toy car in his ass. And then the second one is like kind of like a rodeo, like bowl-based stuff. And the, well, third the second one, one was kind of like, let's just see how far we can push this. The second know? one had like a farm theme, if you think was about it. Was that the one where Bam got his ass branded? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna bring that up. Oh my gosh. It's not that I it's not that I didn't think Bam ever did anything funny. I just thought that Bam, he always came off as a man child, which just was very off-putting. So but he made a lot of money. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure he did. He made so, a shit ton. He let his dad take care of it, and it, it's. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Phil actually was in charge of his finances. Yep. He, he uh, as soon as he started, um, I think it was after he started. They started selling the. They got rid of uh, Jeff. I think off the CT. Whoever was first producing the the uh, can't kill yourself movies, because Bam was getting ripped off by the guy who had first taken them on. And that's why they moved. They moved to somebody else. After that, is when Phil started taking over his money. He's like, "All right, you're making really good money." I'm, he quit his day job, and for the last twenty plus years, he's just been doing his finances for him. He's no, been like, "You clip. can." There's a sorry to interrupt. But there's there's a clip in uh, in Viva La Bam where it's like when the show's first starting, and then you know he walks up to Phil and he's like. How much money do I have in the bank? And then he's like, you got like a quarter of a million dollars right now. Like he, that goes back to him being young and like showing off, like being a mansion. Like, yeah, I got a lot of money. I do what I need to do. But he, he actually worked super hard for his money. You know, skating is a very physical job. And then mm-hmm. he's also a producer, I believe in music. And then he, in the filmography uh, business, he, he helped produce a lot of the CKY stuff. And going into like Jackass for why he wasn't really in it, all of his ideas comes back to him like thinking of funny shit, producing funny shit. That's sorry, I keep cussing. Sorry, um, but you know, um, he honestly like yeah, he was a bit of a man child and a douche from sometimes. I'm not, but the shit he wrote. If you look at what he actually wrote, that stuff was fucking hilarious i'm not saying the guy isn't talented i just don't like his personality it's kind of what i'm coming at yeah i i i agree with dan like you you can you can dislike the artist but you can appreciate the art yeah 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 no i think that's kind of my view on bam just because 
like I said, I mean, some of the stuff that he wrote, I mean, I know he did the whole Wee Man and Preston with a bungee jumping off the side of the bridge. I thought that was funny. But... He also did uh, the, the King Kong one in Jackass 2.5 with Preston. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That was funny. But no, I just, yeah, it really comes down to appreciate the art, but I don't like the artist. But focusing off of Bam, so you had Johnny Knoxville, he's kind of like the leader. That guy, he really, I remember his, his whole philosophy was as long as my face is okay, I don't care. So he got, he got basically shot a couple of times and he got messed with the bowl. I think it was the second one where he like was doing the invisible man thing or was it the third one, but he basically got flipped over by the bowl and then landed on his neck. Yeah. That was that, third. Yeah. And then yeah, he just, he was just like, as long as my face is okay. I'm down for whatever. That's what I really, I don't know. He, and again, he comes off as like that kind of funny guy who, yeah, he's a troll, but you kind of like him. I don't know how else to I explain say John Knoxville. I wouldn't say he's a troll. I think he's just, he's very charismatic. Yes. Like, that's he, the word. He is very charismatic. I, I appreciate him that like that. They always talk in, in the new movie. Like this is why he's our captain. It's like, okay. Yeah, I get it. Cause he is just, he just he'll take he'll go with the punches like he'll dish out a bunch of stuff but when he does a prank he go it's like it's he goes all, all in him. he goes straight in he's like all right i'm doing it screw it yeah. let's go yeah with My the whole turn. riot control test like he he tested it first and like bam and dunn were both like screw that and he just was like no do it it's gonna hurt a lot but just do it and then yeah see that's why i like him he, he when it's his turn to get you know screwed with he just goes like head first. He's like, all right, it's my turn now. And then I, I, I like kind of the same thing with Pontius, except Pontius just wants to show off his, his ding dong a lot. <laughs> and then like each of them, it kind of has like their own distinct personality where Pontius, he doesn't just, he just doesn't care at all, but he still like, doesn't do, he's more of like the nudity guy. He doesn't do like the poo stuff or anything like that. And Steve-O, Steve-O is just kind of like, I don't know. He's not really charismatic, but he's just kind of, how would you he, describe he's, Steve-O? He, he's the guy who goes, <laughs> all right, what are we doing? He just, he just, he's, the, he's like the follower. He's like, all right, what are we doing? He's like, yeah. okay, you're going to be put inside this porta potty and we're going to launch it. It's going to be covered with uh, shit and, and pee and all this other stuff. Okay, I'm cool with that. Uh, why? Well, it's know, fine. It's and funny. I remember them reading that Dunn was the guy who just like, no matter what, he if someone didn't want to do something, he'd be like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah, he, he Ryan Dunn. Steve was the guy who was supposed to get the, the car up his butt in the first movie, and he didn't want to do it. And Dunn's like, Yeah, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah, and, and that's why that's why Ryan Dunn, I think his death kind of screwed everyone up like bad, but bam more so is because he was just okay. He did he just did not care about his body. Like he hit like his body came didn't last. He, yeah, he put like his his full like nuts on a on a on an ice sculpture and yeah. Yeah, nope. I, I I will say that R.I.P. Ryan John. What were you gonna say, Chris? Was willing to sacrifice his body. In the uh, Ryan John Ryan Dunn tribute that they did, he uh, he actually went through a very depressed phase where he thought he wasn't funny at all. And then they showed uh, in the tribute that you know the ending of Jackass Two where they do like the rodeo, like dancing, singing. At yeah. The Oh, I read about this earlier. Yeah. He, yeah. um, he, when they, the horse pulled him, he like made like a, a blood clot or something like that. Right. Yeah, it really messed up his shoulder and it formed like a blood clot mixed in with like Lyme's disease or something. And it really messed him up for a while. So he, you know, he always felt like he wasn't funny or anything like that, but honestly, he like, I could see where he's coming from, you know, watching over the clubs and shit, but he's like, he was a good, funny dude for sure. I mean, we were, I respect yeah. the hell out of him because I thought, like, you know, he did all the stuff that everyone else didn't want to do. So he was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he, he, he went, he went no wuss. I guess know. he, he came, he come off as the most normal of them all just because he seemed really like just chill and you're like, yeah, whatever, I'll do this, whatever. And that's the thing though. Like, you just, it's always the ones like you never suspect. Like, I, when I was younger, I didn't know he was an alcoholic. Like, I didn't realize, like, I knew he liked to drink, but like, I didn't know it was to the point where it's like, he, he was an addict for it. I had no idea when I was younger because, you know, I watched, I watched that stuff, you know, but I was, I always saw everyone drinking and everything. I thought, Oh, he's just a, a normal guy. You know, my mom drinks, my dad drinks, you know, it's, it's nothing bad. I didn't know he, it was like debilitating for him. I did not know at the time. And then when I found that he died, I was like, Oh my God, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh. 
Yeah, but and then I mean, yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand what you're saying about Steve-O being a follower. Um, and so then I, we get to the other four. My my only problem, I love Wee Man, but it's just like everything has to, with him has to do with him being a little person. And then same with Preston, it's all about him being fat. And then with Aaron, like I said, I know I, I said how I think of him earlier. And then Dave England, just the poop stuff. So you know, Dave Dave the odd man who I don't like, but I will say. You can tell in the new movie how bad Jackass has screwed up his body. Like when you saw, if, if you don't know, uh, you saw in the trailer his face there, Chris, but his jaw is like moved over to one side. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave yeah. England. Yeah, no, he, he, you can see it in his face. Like he, he's been fucked up by Jackass. Yeah, I looking mean, at the trailer, like seeing his face, he just looks so old and fucked up doesn't he have the long hair now or in the new movie yeah. okay yeah i like forgot long, about that hair, yeah yeah but i don't yeah, know he, i can tell more so on him than anybody else in the cast that you know they have some some battle scars there yeah i mean i think aaron has lost like two or three teeth and i know steve has lost a couple teeth and Steve-O actually he lost every every he said this in a podcast once every jackass thing he's been in he's had new sets of teeth yeah yeah he um well and they even show in the fourth movie when knoxville i'm not going to say what happens but he goes to the hospital they show him leaving the hospital so and that he says what happened to him so you don't actually really see those things but i mean i think there was a third one in the third one he gets the dog which again this one's kind of stupid but knoxville the dog bites his ass so he goes to the ambulance and it's like yeah the ambulance is right there you just don't see it yeah every every stunt they do like if, even anything that involves firearms whatever they have to have a professional standing by to make yeah. sure that everything's run safe. Like it, like it's in Jeff Tremaine's contract with Paramount that like, if you do something stupid that involves like fire or like anything that can like really fuck you up, there has to be an ambulance on standby. There has to be a uh, fire department. Like you remember the, uh, the fire gondola that Steve-O did? He, he got severely burned and everything. And there was the, uh, the fire uh, fires and EMT like right next right next door just waiting for something to happen can you imagine was. being told like okay you're going to go to the set of jackass and when one of them inevitably hurts themselves you have to go out there and fix them yeah okay yeah I mean they probably get paid well so oh they have to they're like okay so I have to make sure no one gets burned okay well, what the hell is that guy doing why is he running through a gauntlet of fire <laughs> like a fucking idiot you know what though no, I'm sorry I just wanted to mention this before I bring up something but i i always really loved the the taxi prank in the second movie with aaron where they basically make him think that he's going to pull a prank on the taxi driver but the taxi driver is actually an actor and he pulls a fake gun on him and then you find out that they all the beard is made out of all their pubes and ass hair and it's just like i know it's gross but i'm sorry that that made me laugh so i think it made you laugh because fucking aaron is getting so fucked up yeah, like I said, he comes off as that guy who's just like, look how cool I am, but he doesn't actually do anything cool. Aaron, so. I, I feel like Aaron wants to be Ryan Dunn in, in the sense that he will do... It, it shows in the new one. like He is willing to do anything. And I feel like he was trying to be new, the new Ryan, but at this stage, he's like, I'm too old. I can't, I can't do what he did, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Which brings me to, um, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of change the subject here, but so like out of all those people, they've all done like spinoffs, like Bam did V Little Bam and I think Dunn was with him. And then they did Wild Boys. I think that was Pontius and Steve-O, but I know Knoxville, he was like a movie guy because he was in a couple of movies. He was in like the Dukes of Hazard and whatnot. And, but do you remember, was he in Lords of Dogtown? He was in Lords of Dogtown. He played uh, Tony Alba's direct or manager. Oh, gotcha. Well, at, at any rate, what I was going to say was he's made a couple movies. And so let me tell you a story. So well, I want to talk about Bad Grandpa in a second, but he made Bad Grandpa. I really liked it. And then he made this movie called Action Point that came out like four years ago. And I thought it was going to be funny because they're like advertising. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like pranks like Jackass, but an actual movie. And I saw that movie. I think it was the only one. I think I went by myself because it was free. I worked at the movie theater at the time. The movie was god awful. It wasn't funny. Pontius was in it. He was probably the funniest thing in that movie. But what was it called? 
action point or something action park oh oh that's like he's um he's trying to like reamp his like roller coaster theme park or something like that right yeah it's just it wasn't funny in oh i saw that movie honestly the funniest thing about that was when pontius is trying to like sneak in and shit and then um these this people these two people are fucking and then uh he's like trying to like grab something and then when he's when the guy's finished, like he's getting all this like fucking semen all over his hand, Pontius's hand. It's, I, I thought it was funny as fuck. I don't remember a single thing about that movie because I just didn't like it when I saw it. But I think I think you recommended me not to see it because it was just so bad, and I don't think I ever saw it. It just I, I can't just... remember a single thing about that movie that made me laugh. So I remember the trailer. That's the only I can I can tell y'all. Well, the reason I'm bringing that up is apparently because Johnny Knoxville said that he was he got the most injured on that movie than any other movie he's ever made. And I don't know if it's changed since Jackass Four, but because that came out a couple years ago. But which brings me again to Bad Grandpa. I watched that one because it's a Jackass movie. It says Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. And Chris, I think you were with me when we saw that in theater, right? There's a bunch of our friends and all us. We all went. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was at the Big D. Remember. It was like right after, yeah, I think we all saw it in the Big D Theater, and of course people listening are like, what the hell is the Big D? But anyway. Yeah. Is that the one where he had, where he his like grandson it's, was like stripping and he was throwing money at him? Yeah, the whole, it's like an actual, Jack. it's like a jackass movie with a with a plot, and it's kind of like Borat almost, where he just, his he plays an old guy whose wife just died, so he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go out and live life now, and then his daughter is like, oh, I'm going to jail. I need you to take your grandson over to his dad. And so he has to take the grandkid to North Carolina from like Omaha, Nebraska or something like that. And so that's the basic plot, but around the way they, they mess with a lot of people, which is really funny. So I, I rewatched it last night or the other day. And yeah, it, I really enjoy that one. Bad grandpa. Wasn't there- didn't he? Was what was the thing that happened in the, the diner booth there? I cannot. Didn't he take like? <laughs> yeah, it was like a fake. It was like a fake thing, but yeah, he like shit on the wall, and yeah, and then and that was the only part that I actually laughed out. I, I I rewatched it and I forgot like that he would go up to these women and be like, "I'm too old to to stir the gumbo, but I can still lick the label or something like the ladle." <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But no, he was. I, I liked Bagram, and like that movie has some heart. You know, it's it's not the best made movie ever, but you know, he, it's the kid wants to go fishing, and and he becomes, you know, and Grandpa is like, what's the word I'm looking for? They they develop a bond, and so then when he gives the kid over to the dad, and the dad's being a jerk, he comes back and gets him, and you know, it, it's small, but it it works, I guess, you know. And not to say the whole movie is funny, because a lot of it is just the kid going around messing with people, too. But going back to action point, I found the scene I'm talking about. Can I show it? Mm, don't show it on the screen just because we because, you know, but so no, I'm just, gonna, just, I'm, just send it in the chat. And we'll watch it later. I'm going to copy it. The URL. Yeah, just put it in the chat. We'll, we'll watch it later after we're done recording. But yeah, it. <laughs> Yeah, I liked Bad Grandpa, and even even my wife, you know, who doesn't like the Jackass movie, she liked Gre- Bad Grandpa. So, turns out he was a good grandpa. Turns out, I don't know. I just I always liked when because like he he there's the scene in the beginning where he like gets his dick stuck in the in the vending machine, and then he he like crashes into a penguin or something, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that?" He's like, "No, I'm not. You're gonna fix it." No, I'm not. Notice how I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, so he's funny when he's like intentionally pissing people off because he's not being a yeah, yeah. He's not being a child about it, you know. He's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. But <laughs> sorry, I just watched the scene again. I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah, no, overall, I think because we just been talking about Jackass as a whole, not the movies. The movies were fun because you could do stuff that like because like Jackass 3D was fun because it actually made sense for it to be. I I think comedy is the best genre for 3d movies because remember harold and kumar 3d i remember i know it was 3d i just remember the 3d parts yeah like jackass 3d i thought that was a really good movie for it to be in 3d but then you know i mean but the og 3d movie spy kids 3d yeah oh my god get out of here shark boy and lava girl 3d what you got 
No. My kids all the way. He ruined my dream journal. I, I get it. You all like to see Sylvester Stallone and a bunch of thumbs. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. That's a little weird. You're a little too into Sylvester Stallone. He's I mean, the guy. He ruined his dream journal, Alec. He ruined his dream journal. Yeah, but you know who ruined the entire movie? The guy, Elijah Wood. He let them down. He was the guy and died in like three seconds. He lost 47 lives in the span of three seconds. This is also interesting about Jackass, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, and, and I just, by back to my original point, I thought the movies were funny because they did stuff that you couldn't necessarily do on TV, which I thought was really funny. So at any rate. Uh, and I thought Sylvester Stallone was part of the Jackass movies. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> So what would, what would you guys say is your favorite Jackass movie? Because I'm I'm torn between I'd probably say two, but three is really good too. The way I'm trying to kind of like categorize them, the first one was pranks that haven't been seen before, like publicly. Uh, the second one was kind of like rodeo, like country farm stuff, and the third one was disgusting stuff. The fourth one is kind of, and I agree with what you just said, Chris, the fourth one's kind of just like, hey, look at us, we're old now, but we're still going to do stuff. So Yeah, this one's like pranks and a lot of uh, cameos. No. It, it, do you want me to just be straight out, straight with you? Yeah. It's a lot of dick and balls. Like, I'm oh yeah, there's a lot of male. There's a lot of male nudity in that movie. Dick and balls, and in this one, and it's pranks and dick. Like that's all you get. You you Which, basically get. I, I mentioned this in the last episode we did where we, I briefly talked about it, but the new the new people all bring up their a game too. Like uh, poopies, I think is one of them, and the the that, the big black or fat guy um, Zach, Zach. And, there, and then there's the chick uh, or the well, I can't think of what her name was. Um, her name Rachel, was Rachel. Rachel something, yeah. And then there was the black guy Jay and his dad, uh, Dark Shark. Oh yeah, they they were all they all did really good. Was <laughs> Tyler the Creator I, I, in it? Oh my God, well, yes, Tyler the Creator's in the fourth one. I forgot about that. Yeah, he does that one scene. Don't and, tell Chris. Don't tell. But you Chris. can spoil the thing about the fourth one. You can spoil it for me. That's fine. I don't want to spoil this one. This one, Tyler the Creator, is probably like the funniest. It's not the funniest for me, but it was one of the ones that made me kind of just chuckle, like really loud. Um, yeah, like a belly, like a belly laugh. You're sitting there. And he's <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like trying really hard not to like disturb the couple that's in front of me, but I'm just like, I can't hold it. Can you guys think of like what your favorite pranks were from each movie? Because like, I feel like the second one, my favorite was either the riot control or the terror taxi. And I'm like for the first one, I really like the panda stuff. And I liked the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Didn't Dunn, like, he he fought an Asian MMA that fighter? That was the first one. That was the yeah. first one. I really liked that one. And then the third one, I really enjoyed just, like, there was one I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, like, uh, oh, yeah, the snake pit with, with Bam was probably my favorite one in the third movie. And then the fourth movie, I really liked the, the stuff where they make, like, human ramps. And I really liked the, oh, God. Body surfing was fun too. Uh, whatever, but yeah, you know, can you guys think of like what your favorite stuff was from each one? So just to I think answer, wait, hold on, sorry. Just to answer your question, you want us to specify our favorite movie, and then you want us to tell us our favorite scenes from the movie. Yeah, sure. Rank rank the movies, and then say what your favorite pranks are from each one. Yeah, so like in in the first movie, I like Johnny Knoxville fighting the bull because he does that in almost every movie. So I think starting out, you know, the OG was real good. And number two, I, I have to go with the riot test. That was the first one I brought up because I thought that one was just hilarious. The third one, I'm torn between the giant hand or the firehouse rodeo. I'm torn between those two just because the hand, like, it, pretty it, sure the no, firehouse rodeo was two. It was two. Yeah, the giant hand was three. But okay, okay, that's right. The hallway was also in three. That's the other one I'm thinking of. The the uh, Electric Avenue, yeah. Electric Avenue, that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, we, sorry, go ahead. But you, they know it's there. That's the thing that I find hilarious with throwing the fourth one. I have 
I can't decide between all the cup checks or <laughs> the pig, or the pig cum. Oh my I god! Can't yeah, I I can't I can't decide between those. Well, how would you because rank the movies, Alec? How would I rank them? Probably, probably for me, it's like two, two three, 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 four, two, three, four, and one. Probably for me. You said I'm sorry. Go ahead. Two, three, one, four. Okay. Okay. Wait, is that Just best? To, is that best to worst or worst to best? Bet bet best to worst and the only reason why is because the the first one just has that nostalgia factor for me also not that it didn't have as much dick and balls i'm just just gonna put that out there chris ladies, uh, your ladies, turn ladies, i'm available just let you know that now well, anyway. i'm gonna i'm gonna say which i'm gonna say through one two three uh i'm gonna say obviously which ones are my favorite i'm gonna rank them from Worst to best, and I'm gonna say what I thought was funniest and what was disgusting, if that's okay with you. Yeah. So, so you're starting out with the worst one. Is your is so? Your... I'll start. I'll just start from one to three, and then at the end, I'll say what was my favorite. Uh, but for episode or episode one, yeah, episode one, I think what was the funniest to me, and this is completely, you know, it might unlock a memory, but when. Bam decided to wake up his parents with the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. That and uh, the when his the fireworks go off in the van. I'm surprised. Oh, we, I'm surprised we didn't bring up the gator in the house, but yes, that that was going to be a part of it. But I didn't want to add too much into it. But you know, um, the most disgusting one in episode one was fuck. I, I wouldn't even classify this as disgusting, but like putting the car in your ass, that one. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Um, the second one, I'd say the funniest, I thought. Um, ah, and this, okay, this goes between funny and fucked up, but the funny, funny and fucked up was, you know, when they're trying to like, they're trying to like go through this little chorus and at the end they have the spit splatoon. Was that 2.5? That was 2 or 2.5, one or the other. I'm sure that was, I, I just watched 2.5 like last night. I'm pretty sure that was 2.5. But I thought that was funny and disgusting at the same time. Yeah, we're like, they went into the, like, they had gators right up to their faces, like, where they could have gotten killed. Yeah, good lord. Uh, the funniest in three was uh, Electric Avenue. And then the most fucked up one was uh, probably Who uh, Cocktail Supreme. See, I'll watch the poo cocktail over the sweat cocktail. I can't do that one. But also uh, when Chris Pontius in 2.5 drinks the horse milk, that was pretty fucking disgusting. I did want to mention, because you, uh, I, I brought it up earlier, I, I really like in the first one when they mess with the golfers, and I like when he takes the rental car to the derby. That's just me. <laughs> but how would, you, how would you rank the movies? So from best to worst, go. So number one is your favorite, and then go down. Best to worst, probably three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, after you see the fourth one, you got to tell us what you think because fourth one's good. It's just, yeah. A lot of dick and like, I, I cannot, I cannot express to you when I say there is a lot of up close shots of dick and balls. There the is words a of lot. In the words of Eric Cartman, you seem to be somewhat obsessed with Wiener's Butters. I, I, it's Kyle because he's the one who's uh no like, Butters. He's like every time I think there's going to be a dragon coming, the another Wiener shows up. Oh, I thought you were making a reference to the one where they're on Omegle and they keep seeing dudes jacking off. He's like, you gotta oh, yeah, wait through them. No, he's no, he was jacking off. Well, you, you, you can get, get the humor, but he's gotta wait through all the dick and balls first. Mm. It, it, <laughs> I mean, there's just an ungodly amount, Chris. Uh, anyway, is that something I want to pay for? Yeah, you'll want to. You'll want to see it. It's funny. I saw You're it with. Gonna... I saw it with Jim, and he enjoyed it. So I asked him. I was like, "Are you going to see this again?" And he's like, "Maybe on TV. That's it." <laughs> but You're going to want to see it. Chris. It's you. worth. It's worth seeing in the theater at least once. I feel like yeah. if I see it, I should be. Either under the influence or uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get some drinks before you yeah. go see this. Movie. I mean, I, remember I went to the movies uh, to see Spider Man with my buddy a month ago or something like that, and it was like fucking ten dollars just for a fucking sixteen ounce can. It was ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. go to the. I mean, the Alamo was like what four bucks a beer, five bucks a beer, something like that, or eight. Yeah, I don't remember. It's about five bucks now. Yeah, I, I've recently. I went. I've just been going to the Regal because it's closer. But yeah, anyway. So that's our discussion on the Jackass films and the whole franchise as a whole. Uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thanks, Chris, for being on. And, you know, probably our next episode will probably be about the Oscars or something like that. <laughs> Unless, because I can't, the Uncharted movie came out and I have no desire to see it. And I still have yet to I see just, Scream. I don't understand why anybody would think that Uncharted, which was an obscure PS. It's not obscure. It's one of the more, it's one of the more famous uh PS exclusive franchises. Well, that's the thing. It's it's exclusive to that. But then again, like, how many people remember Uncharted? A lot of people like, don't they have... don't they release a new game like every two or three years? No, oh, their last one was in two thousand sixteen. I want to say. I have no, no Uncharted, idea. Uncharted Four was the last one. But no, like, the, there was the Death on the Nile. I have no desire, and then there was. Wait, is, is that the Agatha Christie thing? Yeah, but I have no desire. I might see it. I'm not sure. Apparently, The King's Man is actually on HBO Max now, so I, which is weird. I thought it was Disney, but you know. I wanted to see that in theater. I never had the time. When I had the time, it was the literal week it left. What even comes out? So, like, okay, hold on. I don't think that there is really anything. Oh, yeah, besides, I mean, there's nothing really coming out until the Batman, which is like in two weeks. So I'll see the Batman. Oh yeah, I will as well. I already I'm bought my ticket. Shows that are coming out, like Kenobi. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. I just watched all of Smiling Friends, so that's just so good. Love that show. That is one of my favorite it's, shows. It's one of the it's one of the better Adult Swim shows to come out in recent years, but I I, I think it just needs a it has a lack of direction. You know, it's just kind of like no, no, we're just going to no, throw that, stuff on the screen. That's what makes it funny. It's because it doesn't have. It's like it's like it's like when you go to the Halloween episode, and then uh, Pip walks into the like he he's going to the across the bridge. Him, told, him, yeah. He goes across the bridge, and he's told not to. He loses way. He runs into the forest demon. And then he runs back to the office and then everyone sees the forest demon and they're like, yo, is that blackface? And then the demon just goes, no, 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 this isn't blackface. I, I'm an actual forest demon. This is what I look like. You know, I found Dude, out that... you wearing blackface. That's what makes it funny because the, the next episode was the, I think it was the Unsmiling Friends. They're no, complete was, I think the next one after that one was the, the one where like basically they have the Hobbit and then they find out that the Hobbit was stalking the, the princess. Oh, the Enchanted Forest. That one's another good one because they have the witch who's like, oh, we were right there, man. I do love Charlie. Chris, do you have any I idea what we're talking about? Yeah. Now, the, um, let's not talk about Smiling Friends, but... Yeah, okay. but one last the, thing though to say. DJ Spitz in, in the Unsmiling Friends probably the best character I've ever seen. I'm trying to remember that because I watched it last night, but I was like playing my Switch while I was watching it. The real skinny, like Spanish one who's like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. And he's like, I need to think. I can't think anymore. Pulls up the gun. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Yeah. Charlie tries to take the gun and then then Pim just starts screaming and then it cuts away. Actually, so you remember Chris, the the Hellbenders thing where the the Christmas episode, remember the narrator? Yeah. No, they they brought him back for the for the smiling friends when he did the narration for the Christmas episode. So anyway, smiling friends, the one with the big head and the fucking small like face and everything. No, kind of like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's made by the same guy. So it's like there was there's the guy. What's his name? It's it's the guy who looks like an anteater. It's he's big and yellow. His name's Charlie. And then you got the little blue guy. He looks like a pygmy. His name's Pim. And oh, then smiling faces, smiling friends. It's pretty funny. It's just it's on, Hulu. it's on Hulu. They're like 10 minute episodes. It's on HBO but Max they're too. They're the funniest fucking thing you'll ever watch. I don't understand how he just makes it work. Like 
Well, like, you know what I found out is that the guy who plays Pim also plays Alan, which confused me. But uh, wait, but anyway, yeah. we need to we need to end this episode, and then we can talk about smiling friends. So, all right. Well, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Our next episode will probably be about the Batman. So yeah, thanks, Chris, for coming on. I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording. So take care, everyone. Wait.